Hello and welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Inner Goddess with me, your host, Sarah Joyce Hindle. So we're on the 8th of September now as, well, when this um, recording goes live. It has been a mad summer for me. I have had my three kids off school and although I had my best intentions to juggle spending time with them, um, keeping the house tidy and doing the, you know, the work, (laughs) it kind of all went sideways. Um, You know what it's like, you've got sunny days, you think I want to make the most of that. You're three weeks in, your kids are bored out of their minds. My cleaner's been away and my fibro's been playing up. So it's just been a bit of a crazy one. Uh, Missed one or two podcast episodes this summer, so apologies if you were waiting on the Thursday episode drop and it wasn't there. Um, But I'm here now and I'm ramping up to end the year strong. And what do I mean by strong? Well, I have a couple of one-to-one spaces I'm wanting to fill. Uh, So one-to-one coaching and mentoring for entrepreneurs, you know, creatives who are feeling a bit stuck. Maybe they are neurodivergent like myself. Maybe they've got ADHD, autism, maybe they're highly sensitive uh, or maybe they're chronically ill or disabled and just feeling that they got a few more hurdles to, to get over than, you know, seemingly everybody else. Do you want to start off 2023 strong? Um, Yeah, I'm here for you. I'm here to guide you. I'm here to hold space for you. I'm here to get that motivation back, get that enthusiasm back, get you feeling inspired. So if that's you and you resonate with that, let me know. I will drop a link in the show notes for you to book a call with me to see if we're a good fit, answer any questions and to sort of go into a little bit more depth about what that entails. And I've also got a mastermind type program in the pipeline, which I'm super excited about um, in January. Uh, I've not fully fleshed it out yet, but it's going to be a six month course and it's going to be so amazing. And this is for people who have those extras. So sort of um, any neurodivergencies, uh, whether you're identified chronically ill, whether you're disabled, whether you've got all three, you know, like I'm not going to ask you proof, but that's, it's it's a space, um, a container for people with those extras to grow and to thrive and to flourish other news I have been asked to feature in a magazine again this year and they were thrilled with my last piece which was in their February issue I think so I'm working on that and that'll be out in October so that's fun and I'm planning a free workshop which I'm going to be announcing first to my inner circle so my inner circle is my email list basically Um, it's free to join so if you want to be in the know head over onto the show notes. It's going to take you 30 seconds to sign up. It's just your name and your email and you can unsubscribe at any time. And I send goodies, I send articles, I send helpful advice, tips, tools, free resources. And of course, you'll be the first to know when the free workshop launches. Okay, so this episode is a special one, right? Because tomorrow, the 9th of September, I will be celebrating my 11th wedding anniversary. And on the 10th, it is our 17th year together anniversary, which, you know, I think is quite an achievement. And I want to tell you a little story of how we met. And I bet you were thinking, Sarah, how is this relevant to your podcast, business and leveling up? But, you know, just believe me, it is. Okay, so 17 years. If anyone could do the math, I am 33 now. Uh, <laughs> drum roll. I was 16 when I met my husband Ashley and the story goes a few days away from starting sixth form, right? 
And back then, 16 year olds with very little money. We didn't really do much. And me and my best friend spent most of our life in the arcade. Kept us off the streets, kept us out of trouble. Um, and you know, it, it, it kept us dry. <laughs> you know, we didn't like walking around the streets getting wet. So we stayed in the arcade and it was a frequent um, place for us to go and visit over that summer. And one day we were there and this gorgeous, cute, fit guy walked in. That's how I would have described him, gorgeous, fit and cute at 16. And he came in with who I thought was his girlfriend and two other friends, right? So it looked like a double date. There was two guys, two girls. Um, one of the couples had kissed, one of the couples had hugged. So I was like, yeah, okay, he's he's off the cards, but I'm still gonna smile and and look over and show him that I'm interested sort of thing because at 16 you know I didn't really have that sense of okay he's completely off the cards I should just totally not look there was definitely some looking going on right but he kept looking at me so I was like there's something in it there's something there and but I never said anything you know because hey he's with his girlfriend right and my best friend also quite fancied him and we had this sort of thing and then we would definitely go into the arcade every night because we wanted to see this fit guy right and so we went a few days um, and then we ran out of money because we'd been going so often, right? So we couldn't go until we'd been paid and we were just doing a Saturday job back then. So we had to wait. And it had been a couple of days since I'd be not been and I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm not seeing this guy. And you know what it's like when you're 16 and these things are, they like consume you. And I was like, I was, I was, besotted right besotted with this guy I couldn't have basically and one day I was taking the bus to see my grandparents and I missed the bus that I needed to get so I got a different bus into the next town and thought I'll um you know hop on another bus and we'll get there so I text my nan and said look I'm running late I'm on the next bus and I'm queuing up at this bus stop waiting for the waiting for the bus and I look down the road and the cute fit gorgeous boy is walking down the street toward me and I don't even remember what happened I just remember thinking oh my god this is the one chance I have to speak to him he's on his own and then the rest was a blur and the next minute I was introducing myself to him I do not know what I said to this day and he doesn't remember either but he was just like you just appeared in front of me and asked me if I was the fit guy from the arcade and we walked all the way home to his house and you know he went inside got changed and then he walked me to my grandparents house we exchanged phone numbers and within a few days we were dating and yeah here we are 17 years later right so what might have happened if I didn't go and talk to the cute gorgeous fit boy that day what if I wasn't brave what if I didn't take the risk you know what if I played it safe what if I had waited for him to come to me, which, spoiler alert, he wouldn't have done because he's not massively social. What if my fear of rejection held me back? And just as I'm recording this, I realise I've missed out a massive chunk of information. The girl he was with was not his girlfriend at all, it was his sister. So he'd hugged his sister and I thought that was his girlfriend. <laughs> so he was actually very, very much single. I didn't steal him off anybody. Um, and yeah, that was that. But bringing back to the point, what if I didn't take that risk? Because every moment in life could be a defining moment. So what happens if you don't take a risk? What happens if you play it safe? What happens if you err on the side of caution? 
What happens if fear keeps you held back? Every moment could be a defining moment. It could flip your whole world upside down, for better or worse. Every decision or every indecision contributes to the shape of your future. So this example is my love story, but these moments are literally weaved throughout all of our lives. And what's the worst that could happen? And as I say that, I'm sure that was on a Dr. Pepper advert some time ago, but seriously, I ask myself, will I die? Will I end up in peril? If the answer is no, then I go to, well, what's the best thing that could happen? You could end up together for 17 years, married for 11, with three gorgeous children who are clever and considerate. You can be happy and very much in love, earning six figures, doing what you love for a living and being in the best mental and physical health you've ever been in. That was the best thing that could happen. I didn't know that at the time, but I could have imagined that I could live happily ever after, right? You could get several new clients from just being brave and showing up consistently on social media. Then your audience increases and you get more sales with ease. You ask to share your experience in a magazine that your aligned clients love. And not only does the editor say yes, but you receive the best feedback afterwards and they want you to be a regular writer. Maybe you negotiate a higher speaking fee because you dared to show your authority and the value you bring to the table. And then you go and do it again and again and again. You put yourself out there and do something new. And even if it doesn't work the way you expected it to, you now have data and you can cross that thing off your list and go again, eventually hitting gold. You take up the offer to come share your passion in a community space online, somewhere that aligns with your values and your message and you grab it with both hands. Off the back of that, you sign five new clients, right? You commit to getting up earlier, exercising and being more productive. This leads to more self-belief, trust and feeling like you are in control. And then that brings about more enthusiasm for life and the ideas and creative juices start to flow out of you. Every decision is a catalyst for change Every decision can set a cascade of other decisions that lead you down a path. And often we won't know where that path takes us or what might await us at the end, or if there'll even be an end, but it'll be one hell of a journey finding out, won't it? What will your path be? What do you want to start saying yes to? What opportunities do you want to seek out? What decisions are you going to make? And yes, even that small one of, will I still go out for my morning walk in the rain? Or am I going to stay in and cozy up with a coffee? They'll both lead you down a path and only you can decide which one is right for you. All right, that's it from me. Take care.